What's up, listeners? It is Wednesday, February 3rd, uh, the day after Groundhog, or whatever after Groundhog Day. The little son of a bitch saw his shadow, so we got six more weeks of winter, and that's fucking right in line with, you know, the forecast the next four weeks, because looks like it's snow every week now. Um, another great attribute to my birthday month being the worst month of all time, where you just can't um, do anything, no one wants to go out, there's fucking snow everywhere, that's February, and I've had difficulties being happy for my birthday, because everyone's kind of like not in the mood, it's fucking the balls of winter, and, um, you know, this groundhog thing, obviously, has implications for the future, but whatever, it's fine, um, one good thing about my February birthday is that, um, you know, you can, can get another special gift two months after Christmas, which is only plus if you're greedy like me. So February 3rd, um, you know, another exciting uh, week of the world and sports. Um, we get the Super Bowl this weekend. We'll touch on that. And, um, you know, other things. I am still keeping up with my diet. Things have actually been going really well. I cooked with a new uh, vegetable. My new thing now is I order food, um, which I'm going to do today as well. I order food on the Stop and Shop app, and I'll just go pick it up. And it's literally like ordering Panera, where you just sit in your fucking car, and some dude comes out. I mean, they say no tipping either, which is whatever. I think it's kind of shitty, but um, I'll dupe the guy at five or, or whatever if I, sometimes. But um, you just sit in your car, they open the door, and they just throw all your groceries in your car, and you drive off. It's amazing. Um, I think that as much as it's cool to go to the grocery store and look around, you get lost and you get kind of confused and then waiting in line with this fucking, feels like you're, you know, waiting to get slaughtered like the cows in the meat section just to go, you know, check out. <clears throat> like the one near my house, it's the Roche Brothers, and the line goes all the way to like the frozen food section sometimes. I don't want to deal with that shit. And these are the things that we're going to take from the coronavirus, which make life just so much more efficient. And I've just slowly been learning little hacks I can do. Like my barbershop, please always do reservation-based. It is amazing that I could just throw my name in, know when I'm ready, and go sit. I used to sit at the barbershop for like two fucking hours. You get a 45-minute haircut. And it was just, it just, it was a day killer. So now we don't have that anymore. And, um, you know, the dudes that you know, the barber knows what he's looking himself into and the dudes, um, that, you know, don't have a following can get their haircuts, whatever's available. So that's another good thing, but, but back to grocery shopping. Yes, this is the way to do it. Same thing with my Dunkin' Donuts. I'm no longer going to go and order anything. I'm going to put it on the app, pick it up. Um, you do it in drive through and be done with it. You get points. There's no other reason why you should be just schlepping cash to Dunkin'. The world just works so much better if you actually, like, used your brain and made it more efficient. For instance, um, you know, my coffee machine now works on the smart plug. So I'll leave the smart plug on the hot setting for my espresso machine, and I'll turn it off. And then, I, you know, when I'm in bed and I want to get a fucking espresso warmed up, I say, Alexa, turn on the plug. Bam. You know, I'm still in bed reading my news, and then I get up, and I just turn the knob on to brew it's done so you know all you guys living in 2010 
good for you, but I'm trying to live in 2021 and these are the kind of hacks I do. But back to, you know, the dieting thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll go on um, Stop and Shop app. They even have recipes. Like I, I found a cool recipe the other day, which I bought, uh, it's called Rutabakers. And I, I thought a fucking Rutabaker was like a, bolt, uh, a station wagon that you drive around in Nantucket, but it's actually a uh, root vegetable, which is in season right now. And it's super healthy for you. It's kind of like a squash. I mean, it's weird when you get it, it's covered in wax. Um, but, you know, I made it like a mashed potato type of, of, of dish with brown sugar, almost like a sweet potato mash. And I use that with like, goes well with pork, uh, turkey, chicken. And um, yeah, I've been trying to be healthier. I, I'm making quinoa. And these are the things that, um, and then if you look at your plate, it's colorful, it's inviting. It's not like um, a depressing, you know, cheeseburger and French fries, like, don't get me wrong I like eating that shit but it's not um I don't know it's just like it looks like artwork when, when you know like right now when I'm bringing a, I got broccoli quinoa that rutabaga mash and two pork chopped cutlets and it looks like a work of art some lady in the hallway was like staring at my fucking my Tupperware like oh what's this guy what's this guy doing so you know these are the kind of things that I, you know the fasting's been going well um I've been trying to make the protein in my diet where you, you know, slam back a protein uh, before you go to bed, the casein powder, which is like a thicker, it's disgusting. It's like drinking cheese, but um, it's supposed to be where your body starts to go into this kind of like, uh, it'll start eating that instead of your muscle, which is important. I don't, there are times where I've lost weight and I I look sickly. So uh, I'm trying to lose weight, but also keep some muscle on, which sounds fucking impossible but we'll, we'll see what goes I, I i jumped on the scale a week ago it was 168 which was like one of my lowest i've been in a very long time and then i hopped on it like four days later and it was like 175 so the fucking weight fluctuation shit is real and i really have came to terms with like i'm probably gonna just stop looking at my scale and um maybe do the scale like once or twice i mean twice a month maybe because it just, it's just a mind fuck. And then that's how eating disorders become a thing. Because you think you're not, you know, doing it hard enough. When you really are. Your body's just, you know, you either have a fucking belly full of water. Or um, some of the things you've eaten kind of like kept in your body just for energy. So, it's so much shit you got to look into with your diet. It's more than just salads and eating like a, a, a king for breakfast and a pauper for dinner and all that other shit. There's way more other like crazy shit, especially when you're adding cardio and weightlifting to your diet. I don't want to be that bro who just goes off on all this shit, but I'm learning a lot as I go and I feel good um, in the process. So, um, you know, and, and I tried a new vegetable that is good. It's like a mix between a cabbage and a turnip and a potato. And like I said, it's, it's, you, you simulate the act of eating mashed potatoes, but it's like half the calories, whatever. Just another fucking thing. It makes your house smell too. So that's a little warning. But anyways, um, you know, with that, I'm hoping everyone else is also keeping that mentality with um, not overeating and um, getting themselves into some sort of hole because it is tough, man. Like that little fucking fat around your belly is more stubborn than, you know, an ex-girlfriend giving you back your shit that you guys went half on but then you paid for most of it and whatever you know what I mean like I can't think of something else more stubborn but it's like it's just the fat on that body is like the worst and 
you really need to go down to the nitty gritty where it fucking hurts. Like you're gonna have to feel pain. And that is my segue into this new Apple Fitness thing I downloaded, which has been fantastic. I'm, you know, you get older, you learn a lot about yourself. And I, one thing's for sure, I fucking hate the treadmill. And the treadmill is just, you know, it's the worst. It's just morose. You're just kind of running. It's, it's fucking stupid. Even if you're watching something on TV, like the treadmill I have sucks. So it's like I'm watching with no sound unless I have, the, you know, those headphones that uh, attach to it, which is just dumb. So I've always just shied away from, I love running outside, but I just hated the treadmill and which kind of hurts me because if it's like snow and slush right now, I'm not running outside. So I'll go to the spin bike and, you know, spinning is great and all, but you can't just do that. You got to mix it up. You got to add different exercises or you're just going to fucking be a spin, you know, whatever. I don't even think spin is that great for you. It's good to mix in, but you know, these people living by these Peloton bikes, no offense. There's some people that have Peloton bikes where I'm like, I mean, is it just to have the bike or are you using it or is spinning really not the greatest terms of workout for you? I, I don't know. I've, like I said, I, I was getting into spinning about a year ago, even did a few soul cycle classes, uh, which are awesome, but I don't think it's like the end all be all of fitness. I think you're getting sold on a fucking trend and you know, if you stick to it, it's great. Obviously, if you're burning the proper calories, right? But your body is smarter than that. It'll start to get used to it. So this is why, like, I tried a treadmill workout yesterday to switch it up. And I got my fucking ass kicked um, in the process. So, again, knowing about yourself, there is uh, something about me where it's like, if I got, like, a really good-looking lady instructor telling me to, like, move and there's good music, like, I'm I'm kind of dialed in. You know, obviously, I love my, my fiancé and, you know, there is no fucking dark thoughts I'm thinking but there is an effect having a really athletic person whether it's a girl or a guy whatever but I'll say you know if it's a pretty girl I'm even more dialed in uh telling you to like work harder and you can do it and and that's kind of why obviously Peloton's crushing it with their live workouts but Apple Fitness is doing it now they're not doing it live but they're doing it with um you know someone in class so back to this workout it's this new thing called the pyramid workout where you start like a pyramid. You start at the bottom, which is one minute, and then you start at two minutes and then three minutes and then three minutes again and then two minutes again and one minute and then you're done. But, um, and then obviously each interval has the same amount of break where it's like a one minute run with a one minute break and so forth. This thing kicked my fucking ass. I'm about to hit it again today. And, um, it was just cool. It's just different to learn uh, a new exercise, and um, I could feel it in my my that that stubborn like stomach fat. I could feel shit ripping apart, and that's kind of where you want to live. Like when when you're in high school and you're doing leg raises, and that's kind of like what it felt like that that fucking burning sensation in your stomach, and um, kind of makes you realize like you got to push most of your workouts like that, or you're probably not getting the proper benefits you're getting so that's uh that's exciting and um i'm losing weight i feel like i'm shredding up a little bit i feel better uh and that's really what matters to me i'm just trying to feel better think better and be a better person so that's to my own horn just trying to motivate everyone else um holler at me if you really want to holler at some workouts and competitions i'm always down to do an apple competition my buddy Al, who listens to this pod, uh, 
we need to get back in a competition again. I understand that I sucked last time, but my relationship with food has gotten better where I actually have more energy and I'm not just eating my feelings because I'm not drinking anymore and I'm ready to kick your ass again. So, um, but that is, uh, the fitness side of it um and just the politics yeah like that's just the same old shit it's the same old fucking bullshit whether you're a democrat or a fucking republican it's like scooby-doo take the fucking mask off the same fucking person with the same shitty mentality of fucking over the working people and um you know again i'm with open arms with the new administration but it's the same old game they're just changing rules or they made all these promises that they wouldn't do this and do that and they're doing it so it's just it's it's a frustrating um it's frustrating for you know me i love the art of politics in terms of like policies and things like that but you know it, it's starting to get a little crazy with the way that the coronavirus has changed the power that the government has and let's be honest we're all pissed off at the way this has been handled and for you to just blame it all on Trump is just, it's, it's crazy to think because Trump wasn't your governor of your state. Trump wasn't your mayor of your city. Um, as much as like, it's better to pass the buck to the president, you know, at the same time, they could have made some decisions to make these things um, easier. And it feels like everyone's so afraid to speak up because of the backlash that you're going to get from the government. If you're a business owner or things like that, I, I honestly, if you live in Boston, It is a very tight run situation here and you don't want to piss off anyone at City Hall because, um, you know, obviously there's laws for retaliation and things like that. But trust me when I say this, um, you don't want to get on their bad side and getting on their bad side is basically giving them shit for the kind of things that have been done the past, you know, year with the way this has been handled. I think that Boston um, went too extreme. I think that um, there wasn't enough relief given for small businesses. And um, now, you know, ironically, like we're starting to kind of get back on protocol with making things uh, business friendly again. But I mean, the damage is done. Um, Luckily, we do live in a city where, you know, college kids will come back. There'll still be some young people um, to go out, spend money and make this city feel alive again. But um, you know, behind the feel of the, you know, articles like fucking, you know, supporting these black businesses in February, but you know, you probably closed a bunch of them as well, but you're just trying to put on this act like these businesses can thrive with your article when really you're support, you were so Boston Globe was supporting the shutting down of all these businesses to protect the virus when in re- you know, reality, it wasn't doing much. You were actually making it less safer putting people at home putting them around someone that could have got infected it's like if they had more options to go out that chance of not getting the you know they may have not got the virus and we're seeing that now and there's no sort of like mea culpa or like some sort of apology for being wrong and they don't give a fuck because they're in you know they're all connected they're all together and they're all going to just put this as a um we did the right thing with the knowledge that we knew but i mean i was sitting back here being like why are we doing this i understood that there needed to be some changes to make sure it was safer and i'm all aboard with that but to close these businesses out 
and then not like and and then you know as a citizen we can't even really fight back against these things without being labeled some sort of uh homegrown fucking threat which is bullshit because i'm not a threat i'm just pissed off that the government kind of fucked over people i mean you know the state government fucked over people um is is scary and and for me i'm i've always been about the people's rights and you could call me a jeffersonian belief where the states should have their own rights um you know i don't i don't like big government and i grew up in this state that has a big government mentality and it's always been frustrating for me it's frustrating for me when i work my ass off and i get 30 something percent of my taxes taken out it's frustrating for me when you know on top of you know i would have to pay a, a penalty because of the obamacare thing on top of um granted we you know i i think boston has a great social policies but it's just crazy that there's still people in the state that think that we don't do enough we do so much for the homeless for veterans for um you you name any sort of um you know issue in terms of poverty boston's the leader of that so it's just crazy that they they want to take more and they want to take more and then now it, it seems like if you question their actions and their behavior you're gonna be basically labeled you know, uh, in the Trumper capital kind of person. And it's bullshit. 79 people voted for Trump. And I guarantee you 70 fucking nine, you know, 78.9 were not the type of idiot that would storm the Capitol. And you're just going to piss more people off. And it's just frustrating. And it's elitism to think that because I didn't vote for Joe Biden, I'm some sort of subverting, subvert, you know, American that is dumb and I'm in this class of idiots that storm the Capitol because I'm not I'm I'm pretty street educated and I'm also you know experienced with just work and I have eyes and I see you know the bullshit that went on this past year and now so you know I haven't talked about this in a while but it's still in the back of my mind and I don't ever want to lose that spark because the more you get silence the more they take out that spark in you the easier it is to just keep doing what they're doing and you know I see students walking around me and young people that are just so force fed this like wokeism and um, these crazy like borderline communist theories that just seem to be the hip, hip thing to do right now it's like when mom jeans came out a year ago and all the girls are walking around looking like the, you know your mom in the 90s with fucking big jeans cap you know communism's like the new mom jeans and it seems like if you don't you like line up with these crazy left-wing ideas then you're a dumb southerner trump person and it's just it's just crazy and at this point it seems like it's the have it's the rich people that are doing it the ones that are creating these um, economic fucking difficulties for everyone because they have so much money are behind this like movement. And there's obviously an agenda that's not going to be what you these people, the masses that are following this want it to be. So, I mean, I'm done, you know, for today talking about it, but it's just something that I'm it, it pisses me off. And I don't like to make this pot about politics, but, um, you know. I hope that there are professors out there that are at least, you know, offering a counter opinion on some of these things without rushing to judgment and calling someone, you know, a lunatic because they don't agree with their agenda. It's just 
it's just crazy that this is even um, a fair idea to think. I have plenty of educated conversations with the liberal friends of mine, and we. I mean, I don't know what they think of me, but I'm not over here being like, oh, you're a fucking loser, lunatic. Um, I'm like, hey, you have your opinion, and I will never let your opinion trigger me to, like, cause an argument and not have friends. I don't know what they think, but for me, it's like I I always believe in the discussion um, and to see how people want to talk about things. And that's my opinion. And, you know, they don't express any views that surround my employment, and they just are just how I feel and it doesn't affect the way I live my life but I, I'm at this point I'm a little concerned little concerned I'm more concerned about the state of this country and what it's trying to head it's crazy I mean communism has killed more people than any other sort of government run program <clears throat> and why would anyone want that to be somewhat of a uh, blueprint boggles my mind but again it's it's just hip and it's cool to be somewhat of a Bernie Sanders socialist. And I just, it just drives me crazy. Whatever. Work hard, you know, pay your bills, build up credit, you know, build up equity. That's how you get out of this financial um, system. And I'm not there yet, but I'm close. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I just, I'm, I might be someone that's a little conservative with my money and I haven't took that big of a risk, but it's also been beneficial to me to have, um, uh, some cushion for God forbid something, but you know, that's the way to do it. It's really not that hard. Unfortunately, we're not taught that in high school, but you know, getting to a point where you're going to start taxing people 50% to give everyone the same amount of income. That's just radical fucking way of thinking. And I'm, I'm good. I'm not going into it. I'm not doing that. I'm good. So, um, this seems like a longer pod. You know, we could talk about the Super Bowl or we can't. I, I don't know. It is what it is. Like I said last week, I, I, I'm i hoping that Brady can pull this off. I pray. I pray. I don't give a fuck about it. You know, it doesn't matter my religion, but I am um, trying to be optimistic about Brady getting in there and, um, you know, doing well for himself. He beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship two years ago. I think he can beat him again. He's got more weapons than he's had before. And, um, you know, it's... Uh, it's exciting, and hopefully, you know, Brady can pull it off. But that's about it. I'm going to end this pod a little earlier. Um, we'll talk soon, and I uh, hope everyone has a good Super Bowl party. We'll uh, get back to the grind next week. Peace.